Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week we are, it's Masters Week, so we are going through uh, the most recent events in the golf world uh, with the Augusta Women's Amateur, our Masters Preview. Following that, we will have our own Masters Dinner, uh, if we were lucky enough to win, which as of right now, none of us... It's never going to happen for me, at least, that's for sure. Um, then we're going to talk about our playing goals, uh, for me being like the scratch golfer in the group, uh, what my tournament goals are and stuff like that. And just trying to improve following that we got the, our opinions on the rollback from the USGA and RNA. Uh, then we have our own little kind of betting type thing with the mm -hmm. PGA tour picks, some masters trivia, and just some other questions to get up to, Get everyone acquainted with us. Perfect. Well, how you doing? Uh, I'm I'm doing great. Uh, you know, working hard. I'm the pumped. golf course Masters opens. week. Golf course opens tomorrow. Masters start tomorrow. Going to be yeah. streaming it on the course, so it's going to be it's going to be a fun big, day tomorrow. Big weekend for golf. Oh, massive weekend! Today was like 75. I know it's so nice. Oh, the the only thing is the rain, but you know. It's no, car path only. It's, it's April shower hours. Uh, All right, okay. the uh, women's amateur. Yes, the women's oh, amateur. Uh, so uh, there was one Canadian in the field. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, she played. Uh, she plays at the University of Michigan. Uh, she mm -hmm. had a first round total of seventy three, which was plus one at Champions Retreat, and then a second round sixty nine three under to make the cut at two under. Um, yeah, uh, she's probably one of the best amateurs in Canada for both the men's and women's side. Uh, she won the uh, Canadian amateur last year and she was runner up at the U.S. amateur. Oh, wow, yeah, so I was following her closely. She, yeah. she was in contention, uh, being at minus two going into the round. Round three at Augusta National. Um, yeah. Unfortunate enough that she shot a seventy-seven, which was one sh one shot worse than Rose, who ended up winning the tournament. Um, mm -hmm. So she finished the tournament with a, pl a plus three final. Um, I mean, to to be in her position to play at Augusta National is definitely oh. nothing to. I uh, step on the <laughs> the first tee at Augusta National, and I'm shanking one like the pressure that you'd have to stand on even just stand on that team hit a golf ball um unbelievable oh yeah 100 i i could 100 say that if i was ever to play at augusta i would need like the most illegal driver possible so i could just find the yeah. <laughs> some big huge some, just something massive <laughs> like um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Cam Smith. He was talking about his first round at Augusta, and down, uh, down ten is normally a three wood for everyone. But he looked at his caddy and said, "Hand me the driver," because he just needed the biggest face possible to hit the golf ball. Just needed to hit something. Needed yeah. to hit the golf ball. So, wow. like, I just the. I mean, it's a heavenly experience on earth for any golfer. My one of my friends. Is actually there today. My he's uh he's walk he's walking the course right now. 
my my swing coach was there yesterday. Um, wow. He's actually doing a giveaway on his Instagram that I have reposted on my story about um, for a master's hat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's also um, he's free online lesson, too, and he's he's giving a big master's giveaway away. Huge giveaway. Yeah. And Huge. Yeah, Rose uh, has a record or held the record for the most consecutive weeks. I'm just seeing this now. Well, <clears throat> women's amateur golf rank number one. Oh, ha- she, she's unreal. She, unreal. she, she won the she individual five wins in the first six starts. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, like yeah. she's more dominant in the um, the girl side of amateur golf than like. Scotty was last year. Um, Like, NCAA team champs, NCAA individual champs, um, countless other amateur events. Uh, I think she played in four or five LPGA events last year. Look at this. So, between... You're kidding me. She's won. I'm just looking. I just pulled up her stats, her events. Um, so going down the list, these are our finishing positions. First, 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 twelfth, first, first. Yeah, like <laughs> that. It was like in the in most recent events. That that is like mimicking Tiger back in the day. That's unreal. It's she like the fact that she gave herself a big enough lead from shooting 66, which was the tournament low for the Augusta women's amateur. And then following it up with a 65 to break her own record. She was at minus 13 going into the final round. So she had, it was like, I think it was six shots to play with between her and second. And then, uh Jenny Bay decides to shoot a final round two under, which was the best round uh, or best finish for any player at the, on round three at Augusta to tire at, uh, what is it, minus nine? Uh, because yeah, Rose shot minus nine. Uh, four, four over on the day. 76, which, yes. again, four over at Augusta National is impressive. I just played it on Impressive the new itself. EA Sports video game, and I shot a solid yeah. fifteen over par. And then to have the like the mental fortitude to shoot a four over and go into a playoff against someone who just shot a two under, and then still beat them. Oh yeah, this is like, and <clears throat> like I'm not gonna give or I'm not gonna take any credit away from Rose or Jenny on the day. Jenny hit a bad shot. Like mistakes happen. Yeah. So. It was also the, I would say, the more mental side of for Rose holding it together when she knew she kind of had two shots to play with. Yeah. There's a lot of oh, times yeah. where if you're playing match play with your buddy, you end up, you know, he he hits one in the trees, you take one off, you take a swing off light, and then you chunk it, you hit, you hit it thin, you make a mistake yourself. So yeah. be able to focus in after someone else like open the door for you was is another aspect of the game that not many people yeah, just 
get to experience. And, and then at Augusta, like, oh yeah, at Augusta, so but, impressive. But <clears throat> even on top of that, they were saying on the broadcast was even on like the amateur scene, there's n- not many playoffs. So even if they tie, mm-hmm. like they both tied at mm-hmm. nine hundred to par, normally it would be aggregate score. So it would be if someone made birdie on eighteen, well that's the one who won. So mm-hmm. there's that aspect where there's not normally playoffs and to go from being in stroke play to practically match play in the span of five minutes is like yeah real mental mind fuck crazy and in like a competitive situation that you're not entirely used to going into a playoff yeah like usually going into the playoff you're coming from the match play or you're coming from stroke play into match play. And yeah. like for me personally, I approach match play differently than I approach stroke play. It's a completely different strategic. You're not trying to score low. You're just trying to beat the other person. Yeah, exactly. So um, when you get in a tough situation and you're like in the trees and it's match play, you don't have anything to lose by trying to make be a hero. Going for it, yeah. Whereas when you play stroke play, you're trying to keep it round together. You'll chip out, you'll make bogey, and you'll move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of moving on, uh, Masters preview. Whole The thing I'm most excited about is the uh, change on hole 13. Yes. Did you hear what Scotty said about the changes? I didn't, know. So he said basically... The difference between last year's hole 13, right? 13, we're talking about? Yep. And this year is because it's the dog leg left par five. Yes. Where his driver is finishing now is where his three wood was finishing last year. Wow. Yeah. So instead of it being like three wood and then like to get to the corner, it's driver to get the, to the corner. So there's mm-hmm. going to be players who who don't hit it as far as him and will be kind of blocked out by the trees there. So yeah. it's going to make it, it a, that's just, it's, it's going to make it a three shot hole for those players who are not as long as your Scotty Scheffler's, your Rory's. So that's mm-hmm. going to be a pivotal factor when it comes down to Sunday, when we have someone who's can bomb the ball versus someone who's more accurate. Yeah, which and then that kind of leads into which I don't want to get to quite yet because there's more stuff we got to talk about for the Masters. But the whole rollback situation in like are players hitting it too long and is it actually affecting the game or is it just how sports are progressing? Yeah, because like, um, we'll get to we'll get to more of that afterwards because mm-hmm. I have some the, opinions uh, on that. The chairman, uh, Chairman Ridley said. I think this was, I saw this on Golf Digest, some one of their articles. He said the uh, fact that players are hitting middle to short irons into that hole is not really how it was designed, which kind of like, it, it, that's almost a argument on the side of the rollback that golf courses are no longer being played out of design. But I think it's, uh, we'll, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about it later, but I'm just excited to see how, how that changes the scoring of that hole and that whole amen corner. And, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. And so. Yeah. And the other thing with that hole you got to put, put into mind is 
it, the elevation there. The elevation there is insane. Like I haven't mm-hmm. been able to see it. Um, there's been lucky few people that we know have been able to see it, but the elevation, what makes it different because you'll have a side hill lie. There's no flat lies there mm-hmm. at Augusta. So even if you're hitting a like shorter iron into a green on a par five, that doesn't mean you're going to like end up being on the green. Look at Scotty last year where he pushed it out right of, away from the water. He made up yeah. and down for, for birdie. So like, there's mm-hmm. the course is set up where you're allowed you can make mistakes and benefit from them too because it's not mm-hmm. just we're going to punish you you need to know where you're going where you can miss and what you can miss again if you're looking at the par 3 bef- uh before that or just after can't remember off the top of my head before before if you're Hole 12 yeah if you're on the right side of that green and you're short you're in the water yeah, easy. I just watched a video on that about how that hole favors the left-handed players because their pull going long benefits them better than a right-handed player's pull going long, and their uh, weak fade also benefits them because they're still almost hitting the green. And if a a player who gets like ambitious and tries to hit a fade into that hole, if they don't hit it perfectly, it's going in the water because it's you miss that a couple yards short, it's rolling down that hill. And unless you get lucky like Fred Couples when he won and it, it, it's got stuck on that bank, you're going to be in the water and you're going to have a really tough time making a good score on that hole. Yes, exactly. Um, and I'm guessing I watched the same video as you did. Uh, Morikawa mm-hmm. on his yardage book has a line in the middle of the has, green. No. Yeah, just, yeah. No. Like, um, yeah. I have some yardage books that just has like, greens and places off the tee where it's like crossed out and just says death so (laughs) i i know i know that whole strategy um type side and that's why i would feel i'd play pretty good at augusta because i'm left-handed so i can kind of attack that that green because with my block push it's going to be fine yeah most like a good miss will be fine there yeah so and uh we got Tiger Woods back. Tiger Woods is playing this weekend, which is unbelievable. Does he have any magic left? Oh, that's such a hard question. I I want him to have magic left so bad. I would give anything to see him win, but I don't think his body can handle it. I think he can hit the shots. I don't think he can walk the... I, I think it's just his body is get too t- too tired by the seventy second hole. He can't he can't close. Yeah, I. I as find, much as I really really want him to. I I find that Tiger, he will be able to be he'll be able to make the cut. He'll be able to yeah. have like a, a kind of an outside chance on Sunday. I just feel that once you get into round three and four, he's going to struggle. He's too tired. It's, it's a lot of elevation there. He doesn't have it in the legs. Um, as I would, I and I'm not saying this isn't me saying I don't want him to do it. I want him to do it more than anything. I just want to be realistic and not get my hopes up. And yeah. I really hope that he can prove me wrong. I really, really want him to prove me wrong. Like, where did he place at the Genesis? Um, I don't know. 
He didn't do bad, I don't think. He was... You think he was, like, maybe outside contention, if I can remember correctly? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. No, I just, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think he's got it. He's got the shots. He's got the mental for like, mental strength. But I don't know if his legs can carry him 72 holes anymore. Of 72 holes of good golf. He was oh, plus two, um, tied for 45th. There we go. Okay. So like, yes, Ron did win. He he was still around like he was still around on Sunday. He just like I said, like I feel like he's going to he's struggle just... in those last few rounds. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find all his round scores. Round one, shot a sixty nine, two hundred. Round two, three over. Round three, round like round three, he comes out. He shoots four under. Yeah. So, if he... Then he shot two over on on um, Sunday. So, let's say he shoots... He doesn't shoot that three over. He shoots even. He's, he's now then... What was he? What did he finish? One under? Yeah. So, then he's now four under, and he's T, um, T29, almost inside the top 20, like... If he could string a couple good rounds together, he could he could get into the top twenty. He he could be in contention. I, I know it. Ron ran away with that one to the seventeen under, but yeah, he uh, he's got it in him. I think he's got it in him, but I don't think he's got it in him at the same time. It's a tough question. Yeah, it it will it will definitely be um, interesting to see because. He has had tournament experience this year. Last time or last year around his first tournament experience was the Masters. Mm -hmm. So I would say best case scenario, he comes out better, stronger, more prepared. Worst case scenario, we get him at the PGA on from the PGA championship last year. Yeah. I'm just looking. So I'm looking at his uh, stats. I know everyone harps on his stats, but like this stuff, this I'm just gonna read. 372 events played. He's made 337 cuts out of 372 events played. 82 PGA Tour wins. Runner up 31 times, 199 times in the top 10. 120 million dollars, almost 121 million dollars won. Like. That man's a billionaire. It's crazy. He won eight times in 1999, nine times in 2000. His like first this... missed cut in a major tournament, I believe, was um, last year at the PGA. Yeah. Like, there was. It... There's a different breed. Like I said, it's the same thing as when we were talking about Rose earlier. Is She's a different breed. He's a different breed. It's just... Yeah. Between, uh, someone said between... Was it 96 or 99? I can't remember which number it was. Between 96 and 2009, he had more major wins than missed cuts. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, that's silly. Like he's he he was a lock for seeing him on Sunday. Yeah, like see, I'll see you in the top whatever. He yeah. finished in the top ten, a hundred ninety nine times out of three hundred and seventy two. Yeah, last year I had one top ten. That's he he was in that top ten fifty three percent of the time. He was more often in the top ten than not. Yeah, it, his That's... like winning percentage for his career is like twenty two percent or something. Yeah, and the next closest is uh, twelve, I think. Rob. No, um, Nicholas is twelve. Rom is ten point oh, something, yeah. and Rory's uh, just under with like ten point something else. That's crazy. I saw that on TikTok earlier today. Um, That's crazy. Next, next question I have: Does Jordan Spieth win another major? Yep, I think he's winning this weekend. Yes, he has. He hasn't lost a tournament in his last two starts that finished on Easter Sunday. Yes, that's ex- almost exactly why I took him. Um, if you want to, if you want to jump in the, in the picks uh, section, we can jump into that right now, and I'll give you all my, uh, I'll give you all my picks. Oh, I still got some more. Um, okay, more. Okay, stuff. we'll see. We'll, we'll save the the, the in depth Jordan Spieth conversation for later. Jordan Spieth's my guy. I've been a huge fan of him ever since he uh, yelled at his caddy to go get go get his ball. Um, yeah. He's Jordan Spieth's my guy. I think he can do it this weekend. Yeah, I I think he can do it this weekend. Um, obviously, I like his best friend a lot better than I do him. So, oh, okay. Um, I, I I really really like Thomas, but I think I just like I I don't know. I've been a fan of him for years. Yeah, I I mean, there's members at Kingsville that call uh, calls me TJ because I'm backwards Justin Thomas. That's I'm funny. You do kind of look like Justin Thomas. That's what I get. Um, so that's another reason why I like him. And my yeah. Scotty Cameron is a uh, future X5, which is what he's got in the bag. Yeah. Except his is a circle T, and I would kill to have a circle T right now. Uh, does Rom take number one in the world back? I don't know what's this, this specifically this weekend. Yeah, specifically this weekend. I don't know. I I got to do a quick Google search. I don't know what in six Masters, Rom has made the cut each time, made the top ten four times, and top five twice. I think. I don't think he's gonna outplay Scheffler. Yes. I think Scheffler's going to have a better tournament than him. I think it's going to be co- cool to watch having that like almost underlying battle for for first. Um but no, I don't think I don't think he takes retakes world number 1. Yeah, and this comes into the next point. Does Scotty go back to back? I really really like I actually took him uh, I watched a YouTube video uh foreplay put out a a video of him and I uh I watched it and I just went on the on my app and I put through five bucks on Scotty to win this weekend because I don't know something about that guy. He's just so calm and collected and he just like something about him just says that guy can go back to back at the Masters and I, I absolutely love to see it. I have so many people that I've picked to win this weekend. It's so hard to tell. This field's really, really, really good, and it's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, I think it's a longer shot for him to go back-to-back, but I think it's 100% doable for him. 
Yeah, I I can see him going back to back, but I don't want him to. That's the thing. Oh, why not? Um, well, because I I had my picks kind of for the Masters, um, mm-hmm. or just for the majors championships from the beginning of the year, and I don't want to like kind of jump on his bandwagon and be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm I'm picking him now. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to stay true to my word and my opinion from before. Um, yeah. So that that's kind of why, but it's like I know he can do it. I just would rather other people win. Yeah, I feel like I, I just I can never help but root for the guy. Uh, yeah. He's my, in my top three favorite golfers ever, hands down. Um, yeah, I think I want him to do it. But yeah, I feel like Rory deserves one because he needs his 100%. Grand Slam. Um, 100%. JT deserves a major that is not the PGA Championship. Yeah, um, Jordan Spieth deserves another major. Uh, I would say, would it happen this year? Not sure. I feel like he will be in the hunt, but I don't know if he can take it. Uh, Rom deserves another major. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of people who deserve more majors and who's been playing really well. Um, another one's Zalatoris. Zalatoris deserves to win another event. Um, don't know if it's going to oh, happen at a major. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to win this weekend. I think he's going to win again this year. I could, I could put my, I would put money on him to win again this year, but I don't think he's going to win a major. I think he's too young. I don't think he's got, uh, I don't think he's got, he's, he's, he hasn't got that quite in him yet. Yeah. The, the other person that's young who i think deserves another major is matt fitzpatrick um, uh he the work that guy puts in he he deserves another major but i also don't think it's gonna happen for him i i don't think it's gonna happen at augusta i could see at royal liverpool this summer at the open but not at the majors so like that's mm-hmm. why i'm feeling like I feel like Scotty, if he wants a major this year, he's got to go for the PGA or the U.S. Open because yeah, because someone you else don't wants to get, get out of that Masters. Um, next thing, uh, Roy put a new putter in the bag, specifically for Augusta. Did you see that? I did. I did. Uh, I think he just he could. I watched him very closely at the players. Um. I watched he was one of the featured groups and I had him on the TV at work uh, during lunch breaks and stuff. And he was, he was hitting the ball. All right. But I think a new putter is a good choice for him. He couldn't, he couldn't hit, put anything in the cup. Yeah. So he, um, I don't know if it's going to make him, I know if it's going to, I don't know if it's going to get him to the, the uh, finish line this weekend, but I think he putting is definitely a, a good area of focus for him. Yes, definitely. Um, I again, Rory was my original pick for the beginning of the year to win the mm-hmm. uh, Masters. Um, again, I don't think a putter's going to change it. He's a tailor-made guy. Now he's got Vokey wedges and a Scotty Cameron in his bag. He's just coming over Ooh. to the dark side. Um, Uh-oh. So I'm just waiting for that announcement from Titleist to say that, yeah, Rory's part of us now. That would be massive. Yes. That'd be so big. Like, I feel Rory is the type of guy who might go the Brooks Kepka route and be, like, independent um, once his tailor-made contract is up. 
because he's not getting along with the new stealth and his no, contract. Not many of the, the pros are. Yeah, and his contract says that he has to play it. So mm. that's where it comes into an issue with like when 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 Morikawa won the Open, he wasn't playing the uh, the Sim Two in his driver. He was playing in his three wood. So all the posts were talking about him using his three wood and not his driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, Roy McIlroy's tailor-made contract is a hundred million. I think, and I'm gonna I'm trying to find out where he signed it. But I don't know. Do you think he's he's a guy to follow the money or follow the game? Like, do what's best for him or do what's best for the money? Oh, he's gonna do what what's best for him. Like. He's got his mm-hmm. Nike contract. He's got his other sponsorships that are on his bag and stuff. He doesn't need yeah. that money. Um, real, realistically, if he really wanted to, he could like pay Trotty, who is the club fitter for TaylorMade, to leave TaylorMade and just be his personal club fitter. I don't. I don't think that would happen. But I. I don't think it will happen. But I. I don't see Rory being like sign to a company if like for any dollar amount like i don't yes. think strixon could throw a bazillion dollars at rory and rory would take it yeah yeah i i, I also agree it would have to be like he's got 622 million he's he's worth 622 million dollars the money's not that big of a deal for him <clears throat> it's nice and i bet it helps the decision but he's definitely going for the what clubs are best um, yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, a tough call. So, so, like, when we talk about, like, what's best for him, like, when he went from Titleist to Nike, he was, like, he's was the next golden boy. He was supposed to replace Tiger. And mm-hmm. then both him and Tiger signed with TaylorMade, which I will give TaylorMade the benefit of the doubt and say they're probably one of the best on the market for drivers um mm-hmm. that this is like pre-titleist ts line so um even uh spieth and thomas were talking about before the ts line where they ended up saying like there's people driving the ball past past him and the majority of them were playing tailor-made stuff so that's where mm. it comes down to it was probably that's why Rory went there in the first place was because they their stuff was more promising. A set of irons, a set of wedges and a putter there. You can get basically whatever you want from any brand and they have the option for you. You want blades, you got blades. You want um, raw wedges, you got raw wedges. You want a blade putter, you got a blade putter. Like it's where you yeah. come down to the woods is where it separates companies. So I think that's why he ended up going with TaylorMade. And I also think that's why TaylorMade doesn't care that he's using Vokies and a Scotty. Yeah, there's definitely their stealth stealth line of products is their big... Like they, I, they really don't market their irons all that much. I've, I've, I've seen Titleist uh, irons marketed. I've seen Cobra irons marketed. I don't think I've ever seen maybe once or twice a tailor made uh, commercial for the irons. So I think all they really care about is him playing that driver, and he's not really playing that driver anymore. So yeah, it comes down to 
are the, are both parties going to want to continue the contract? Yeah, and I would think TaylorMade would want the um, contract because of the fact that he's like one of the best players in the world. He's what number three right now. Um, yeah. So you're looking at that as a TaylorMade perspective. You just signed like Grant and Micah for your social media stuff. Now you need the best player yes. in the world. Um, yeah. So, like, I think when it comes down time to it, they don't really care what Rory does because Rory is still wearing, wearing um, the or having the tailor-made bag and stuff like that mm-hmm. and being in all their marketing stuff. Like, um, Rory is second right now on the uh, OWGR. He's he two. is? Yeah. Oh, it's probably because um, <clears throat> did Brom not have a good week at the match play? Uh, I don't think so. I think he might have been out pretty early at the match play. He finished T thirty one, and then Roy probably was be- placed better, so he got more points. Roy, Roy, Roy would have finished. Did Rory beat Scotty? I thought Scotty lost to. Um, didn't he lose to? Yeah, Scotty lost. Scotty lost to. Uh, did did he lose to Corey Connors? No, that wasn't Connors. He, he, he but he did lose to. Or what, no, did he lose to Mac? He, yes, I, I think he lost to a Canadian. Because Scotty and. Uh, Rory were playing in the uh, consolation round, and Sam Burns and who was he playing with? Was it Cam Young? Maybe. Sam Burns and Cam Young. Yeah, Cam Young beat Scotty. Uh, Sam Burns beat um, Rory, which was awful because that would have been a phenomenal final pair. And I don't know. I can't remember if Rory beat Scotty for that consolation, which would have put him either third or fourth. Yeah, but he but... definitely did did place much higher than Rom. Yes, so that's what probably went vaulted in my head. Um. Okay. So, uh, how do you think the live guys are going to do? So you're looking at I... Abraham Answer, Bryson DeChambeau, Sergio Garcia, Taylor Gooch, uh, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, <laughs> Jason Kokrak, um, yeah. Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, Jacquem Neiman. Louis Oosthausen, uh Patrick Reed, Charles Warshall, Cam my, Smith. My favorite thing is Louis used to losing. <laughs> it's Oosthausen. <laughs> yeah, but everyone, everyone calls him uh, used to losing because he he finished second forever. Oh yeah, uh, it was ever... like the Open, the PGA, and the Masters. He was like second. <laughs> Louis year. used to losing. Um, he did he? No, he didn't. You got an albatross at the Masters. I don't, don't. Did he win? I don't think so. No. The only um, ones who have won the Masters: Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, uh, Bubba Watson. Oh, and yeah. Sergio. Yes, I remember. I remember when Sergio won. Yeah. So those I don't. The I think the live guys. guys aren't. They. I don't think they. I I haven't heard enough conversation about this. They're not used to playing seventy-two holes tournament play anymore. 
No, and they also don't have to worry about um, making a cut to make money anymore. So yeah. there's added pressure I think there. There's a lot more. I don't think... I think a couple of, like... Brooks might do all right. Uh, Dustin Johnson might do all right. Cam Smith is probably going to be the villain of the weekend. Yeah. Um, but I think the other guys... Like, didn't Bryson... Isn't Bryson just having an awful time over there? I haven't heard anything about anybody winning or placing high. Like, none of their big names are doing well. I don't think it's going to go well. What I'm really excited to see for them is what what, what they're going to wear. Because a lot of their guys have been dro- being, being dropped or dropped or left or however you want to say it. They're clothing sponsors. So, and th- and that's moving towards their. They want to be wearing their uniforms more in their tournaments, but it also states in their contracts somewhere along the lines of they have to wear the uniform in all golf tournaments. So, are we going to see a bunch of guys out on Augusta in matching golf outfits, but all scattered throughout the course because they're all playing? Not none of them are in the same grouping. Uh, yeah, that's going to look silly. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna look hilarious. They they were and wearing it today for the par three contest. Were they? Yeah. I didn't see. So I, I I haven't had much time to look at the par three contest because I've been at work all day. Oh, that's so so awesome! I didn't know that. That's that news to me makes me so happy because that for them has to be a little bit embarrassing. Like, Do you not agree? Oh yeah, like they have no sponsors on their stuff. Nothing like. No, like I would, oh. I would feel awkward being at a PGA Tour event playing in it if I just had a normal Titleist hat and a shirt with no sponsors and yeah. stuff like that, and like a a normal like stand bag type thing, then worried about being in a uniform and having this. Oh. Like I would, I would feel awkward not having a sponsor around. You're me in it's there a matching outfit with someone you're not even nearby with. Oh yeah. There, like that's the worst part. I I would fi- I find like the whole like team aspect of the live golf stuff in insanely stupid because of the fact that mm-hmm. the names are stupid. The names are awful. The marketing, like I I uh, love team golf. I'm actually wearing a Ryder Ryder Cup shirt right now from when. The U.S. It's from from Barstool. I don't know if we're cross promoting here, but uh, from when the U.S. beat uh, Europe, like was it nineteen something, uh, something stupid, some score, some dumb score called "Slaughter by the Water." Like I love, absolutely love team golf, but they're doing it so poorly. Yeah, like if you're gonna do a team golf, you got to do like a match play. You got to do like head to head, like. You know, best ball. It's your match is... play, alternate shot, scram. Like you gotta have. You gotta have like variety. Actual event. You can't just have a bunch of guys go out there, play it, stroke play, and then be like, okay, this is how they place this. Like it's all. It's like it's supposed to be the main show, but it feels like such a side show, which is why it's not doing well. It's that's. It's like kind of like trying to watch college golf. Yes. Because yes. the college golf is team set, set up is set up the same way where they have an individual leader and then the team scores. 
But that makes sense because their majority of the time they're not playing for a team. They're playing for mm -hmm. themselves. Like you look at Rose, she's the number one amateur in the world for a reason. It's because she's that damn good. But mm -hmm. the girl who's last place on her team is getting carried by her. So like mm -hmm. that's why they separate it from there. Like I believe Bryson talked about on his YouTube channel that they won. One, I have no clue that they won, but apparently he played like trash and he's not with Cobra anymore. So he's been messing around with a ping and a stealth and all that. Yeah, I saw him with TaylorMade in his bag and I was like, ugh. Yeah. What are you doing? But Brooke, Brooks Kepka, Kepka won their last tournament, so he's on. He's hot. That's um, the only reason why I think he might be an issue is because he's feeling good about himself. Because if you watched Full Swing, you know how much of a mental golfer he is. But. I just don't think that he, they have, they, I don't think they can go 72 holes anymore. I think, personally, I think Kepka doesn't want to be there anymore. I think he wants to come back to the PGA mm -hmm. Tour. Um, but he's also, his, he's got his brother over there. So playing golf with his brother or playing on the PGA Tour is probably his decision right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the next point I said, I have written out here is the amateurs in it. So we have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven amateurs. Um, we got the NCAA uh, individual champ who also won the the amateur championship of the year, which is the basically instead of the U.S. amateur, it's like the England amateur. Um, we got. Uh, another one there who won the U.S. Mid-Am, he's from, like, I believe Northern Ireland. Uh, we got the Pacific AM, the runner-up at the USAM, and then the winner of the USAM, the winner of the Latin American AM, uh, he's a Garson boy, so I'll be cheering for him. Um, and then our Canadians in the field this week, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, um, Mike Weir, my favorite golfer of all I'm time. Actually, I'm actually in Sarnia right now where Mike Weir grew up. Yeah. I, I played I played his home course a week after he was there. It, Mike Weir is my That's hero. Cool. So, speaking of Canadians, Corey Connors uh, won last week. Love him. Well, mm -hmm. What's your opinion on him at Augusta this week? I always get my hopes up for the Canadians at Augusta. Um, but I, they... I just never. How did he do last year? I I I can't remember off the top of my head how everybody did last year, but I don't remember it being well. I no, I yeah. I don't. Know, I, I don't think. And Augusta don't really normally go too well unless your name's Mike Weir. And again, it only yeah. went well once. Yeah, it's a that's an ugly truth. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I would say that, obviously, we talked about it before, Augusta being suited for lefties, Mike Weir's a lefty, so, mm -hmm. like, that's also another factor when it comes into, um, I guess, getting lucky, because, realistically, Mike Weir, a phenomenal golfer, the he's nowhere comparable to your Tigers, your... Um, Phil Mickelson, even JT, stuff like that. Like, 
Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have that star power to his name that everyone else does. No. So my, and you might have saw my face just go, huh? Uh, I'm on the Masters website right now. I don't know if you know about this, if they have this or not. They have projected scores of the players from the IBM Watson. And Corey Connors right now is projected to shoot a 76 with 72% confidence from the AI. The AI. Really? So, yeah, he's projected to go. But this is projected. This is I don't even know how they would calculate this. But he's projected to go par, par, birdie, bogey, par, birdie, bogey, par, bogey, par, 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 bogey, double, par, bogey, bogey. Except to finish with the 76 on the first day, which is, if that's even remotely correct, they say a high of 77, a low of 69, he's not going to be able to get it done. No. I also feel that the another reason why he won't win this week is because he won last week. Because mm-hmm. you can kind of tell, obviously, all the pros are trying to like peak right now. They want their best game for this week. So the he did have a good year last year. He finished T six. We stand corrected. Yep. Um, I think he was he was further back going into Sunday, and then people fell off on Sunday. I think that was the mm-hmm. other thing. Um, but you look at it in the sense of they try to peak for this point in time and he peaked last week. That's yes. how I'm looking at it right now. So I'm changing my perspective on how he's going to do. I don't think he's going to win. I'm now looking at his history and everything. I think he's going to do all right. I think he's going to make us proud. <laughs> yeah. Complete change up. His uh, 2019, he finished T46 with a, um, uh, Total of 288 strokes. And, but in 2020, 2021, and 2022, he finished T10, T8, and T6. So he's been getting better at playing Augusta. Uh, last year, he had the round 170, round 273, round 372, round 470 with pretty solid scores. I think he could, he could, he could sit himself in the top 20 quite comfortably this week. Yeah, and I believe it's his sixth year at Augusta. Yeah. Um, I heard, I was watching the the coverage of when they were on the uh, driving range on Monday. And they were saying that uh, the average time it takes for a player to play in the Masters and win at Augusta is six years. Well. So th- it, this would be his year, but you also got Tony Finau who can win any week on the tour. He's mm-hmm. he's like I don't know how Finau hasn't won more tournaments. Like that's like mm-hmm. if you if you watch any of the Canadian Open last year where he was going back and forth with Rory for on Sunday, like again to even be remotely close to Rory on a Sunday is insane. Yeah. But I agree with you. He he did peak last week. I don't think he's gonna be able to get it done. I, but I think a top twenty is definitely well within reach. Yeah, him. I feel like even for um, Mackenzie Hughes too, like top twenty is in reach. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Let's see. Let's look up his history of the Masters. Uh, I just checked his best Masters finish was two thousand twenty-one, a T forty. 
uh, he's this will be his three third Masters, if I'm reading this right, his second cut. He's only made two cuts, sorry. Um, yeah, T50 last year, T40 uh, the year before that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Mackenzie Hughes' game, unfortunately, to uh, comment on why that would be or if he's going to be able to pull it together this week. But it doesn't it doesn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> what are your picks this weekend? Okay, so how the picks are going to work is we're going to choose three golfers, and then mm-hmm. we're going to basically tally up their scores under par, and whoever wins, wins that week. Um, okay, I like that. So it, uh, we're basically going to pick like a dark horse, so like someone who has an opportunity to win but isn't like everyone's first option. So that, yeah. that's you're going to be looking at those in probably like outside the top ten players in the world, roughly. And then you're going to yeah. have your surefire picks, which is someone basically in the top ten. Your Rory's, your um, Scotties, your uh, Roms, stuff like that. Yeah. And then just kind of a like a random pick who's like at, for sure outside the top ten. Okay, I I think I'm good to go for. I got all my picks pretty well lined up. Yes. So I have. All right. So we're are we we're gonna do a are we gonna do a draft format where it's like pick yeah. one. Yeah. Well, you 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 pick one. I'll pick someone else. You pick uh, you pick your dark horse. Uh, Tony Finau. Okay. Number 13 on the world golf rankings. Yeah. So he's outside there. He's always has a chance to win. He's a Garson golf man. And if you follow my Instagram or anything, you know, I rep the Garson brand properly. Mm-hmm. He is best master finished 2019 T5, the year that he was in the group. Was he in the group with, master, with the Tiger? Yes, he He's was. He's a pretty good, pretty good track record. T T ten, T five, T thirty eight, T ten, T thirty five. He's a yeah. That's a good pick. That's a good dark horse pick. My dark horse pick this year is me Cameron Young. Cam Young, okay. Cameron Young. I was watching him play the uh, the match play, and just he he looked so comfortable over that golf ball. I just I had to think to myself, like, how is this guy not going to do well next uh, in two weeks? Um, He's because uh, proje- Tony Finau is going to run away with it. Okay, yeah. He's projected seventy-one uh, first round. He's history. His best match finished he, last year. He missed the cut, but he's kind of he's kind of come. I don't know. He's come out of nowhere this year. He's made a name for himself. He's a big. He's a new big name. I remember they were talking last year I, on a couple of broadcasts. They were talking about how he's one of those names that you're going to be hearing a lot of in the coming years. And lo and behold, next year we're hearing a lot of his name. So I think he's going to do pretty good. Yeah, Cam Young's a good shout. Um, he's one of those guys mm-hmm. who just has like limitless speed like he's Mm -hmm. he'll be able to dominate the course if uh he's given the ability to yes yeah all right uh what is your uh 
What's the next category we had again? What's it called? There's like random outside the top 10 and there's the surefire pick. So the surefire pick is basically someone in the top 10. Okay. I got, I have my surefire pick lined up if you want to go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick with what I said at the beginning of the year. I think Rory is going to win the, the Masters this year. You think Rory is going to win it this year? Rory deserves it. I really it. hope he does. I he hope does he does. It really bad, but I don't think it's going to happen. As much as I love Rory, one of my favorite golfers, I don't think it's going to happen with him. It, I'm He's, very uh, skeptical because of all his issues right now with his driver and stuff like that. But yeah. I said it, I said after the Tournament of Champions when Rom won at the beginning of the year that <clears throat> Rory is going to win the Masters, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. All right. I do like that pick. That's a pretty good pick. My uh, my surefire win pick, uh, Max Homa. Oh, Max Homa. He's what's he on the world golf ranking right now? He's number five. So he's three spots back from Rory. Obviously, uh, he's in my notes here. I've written the side. It says Max has that dog in him. <laughs> he does when. Uh, when it, when I at the time of writing it, he was the he was uh, third ranked, and so that that was really in my head. Like he's third ranked, he's still a young guy, he's the people's golfer in my opinion. He's all over Twitter, all over social media, writing swings and everything, and he's a really good closer of golf tournaments. Like he can finish a tournament well. Uh, I know this year when he played the Genesis, he had a run at run at the win in front of his home uh, home crowd, but Rom ended up running away with it. And Dan Rappaport asked the question, are you more proud of the fight or disappointed with the loss? And he it brought him to tears. That's how much he cares about winning here. Uh, I think he's I think he's gonna have a week. Yeah. I don't have I don't have him to win. I don't think he's got it in him to win because he doesn't really have the greatest history at the Masters, uh, if I recall from my research. Uh, but he's, I don't know, he's just been playing so good, looking fantastic. Uh, his best finish is T48, um, which is last year. He's missed the cut the, the two previous years he's played. I don't know. It's just... Uh, I got a feeling that Max is going to do good this year. I might, I have in brackets, might take him to win. I, I can see one hundred percent Max winning. Um, Max mm-hmm. is definitely one of those guys who, like you said, has the dog in him. He has is that dog old. in him. <laughs> um, I, I have him starred on my um, Masters website to follow along with his rounds. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's gone he's gone back and forth with Rom a bit this year in those like final groups, um. Yeah. So, the next thing is the random pick, which is outside the top ten. So I just want to make sure my pick is outside the top ten. My pick is way far outside the top ten. Like my pick is. Way far outside the top ten, but I don't know. I got a good feeling on him. I mean, he's got to be in the top fifty if he's at the Masters. Uh, just going back on the Max Homa while you're looking at that. Uh, Max has played ten events, 
two wins, uh, 2023 season. What? Is that right? By the way, John Rahm, or not John Rahm, sorry, Jordan Spieth is 16th in the world right now. He's outside the top 10. What? He's outside the top 10? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can pick him. Justin Thomas. <laughs> Justin Thomas is 10th in the world right now. Victor Hovland is my, not. Once you hear my underdog, then. Okay, pick your underdog and I'll, I'll say my underdog. I believe in my guy. I'm going with Tom Kim. Tom Kim. I love Tom Kim. That's a really good pick. I loved That's him really at the um, President's Cup last year. Oh, he was so, so good. Oh. So into it. He loved it. Fire me up some. Yeah. He was he pumping up the crowd and stuff. Was it this year, the waste management, that before he hit his tee shot, he pumped up the crowd? Or was oh, it yeah. Hot? Yeah, that was him. He was he loves the noise. He loves the atmosphere. I feel yeah. like he would be the guy coming down like 18 on Sunday and everyone's cheering for him and he's just trying to like bug mm-hmm. him to make him go louder. Yeah, this is his first Masters. Am I correct with that? I believe so because he yeah. he's only twenty years old. Yeah, that's I hate thinking about that. He's younger than me. Oh yeah, he's he born, he's born in two thousand two. Yeah. So, um, my underdog gonna be another first year player, another player that's on the up and come. He's a young guy. He uh, uh, he's making a bit of a name for himself. Had a run at last year's waste management. Sahith Degala. Oh, or, or Sahith Sahith. I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but I I, I don't know, man. Sahith Sahith I think it's Sahith Degala. I got a couple connections with him. He he played at Pepperdine. My sister went to Pepperdine. Um, they were actually there at the same time. He played really good uh, in the tournaments last year. He got, This year, he's T14 at the Arnold Palmer, T6 at Genesis, T4 at the Farmers Insurance. He was in the running at the Waste Management last year. He's going to have a good year this year. Is it crazy that his first year in the PGA Tour was last year? It is, because I feel like he's been around for a bit longer, does it not? I, I don't... I don't think it's because he's been seems like he's been around for that long it feels like he's just that good at like without being on tour for that long yes turned pro in 2020 on the tour last year he's i'm looking at his projection from that ibm watson i'm starting to not believe it anymore they're projecting him to shoot a 78 potentially they say 81 high 65 low I don't know. <laughs> That's a big window. Watson, what are you doing? I don't I'm uh I don't know. I think they don't have enough data on this guy. Probably not. Like but, I could see him yeah. winning a major sometime in the near future. Uh, I, I could see him winning see, a major for sure. I also can see um one of his Corn Ferry tour um like recent promotees um what's his name the lefty like it's not coming to me right now um i'll once i'm looking it up right now okay yeah i'm taking the I'm taking side so i have 
my picks are Cameron Young, Max Homa, and Sahith are in my grouping to beat your grouping. Do you have a pick other than Rory that you think is going to win this year? Uh, like I said, we, we talked about a little bit Spieth. I think he can win. Um, from, I have him to win as well. I also think that Thomas can win. Uh, same, like, I know that um, Scotty Scheffler can win. It's just I don't want him to win. Um, mm-hmm. In about two years' time, the the winner at the Masters will be Akshay Batia. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yes. Yes, I like that guy. Oh, I, when he got promoted to the PGA Tour and I saw it, I like saw it on my Instagram feed, I saw it, I looked at it, and I was following his girlfriend, but not him. So I don't know what that <laughs> says about me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Akshay, being a lefty, he's going to yep. dominate um, Augusta as soon as he's in the top 50 in the world, which will mm-hmm. be in the next year. Um, yes. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, final segment here. Masters trivia questions for you. Are we going to do the Masters dinner? Oh, Masters dinner. Yes. Proud of that. And we'll get on the uh, Masters trivia questions. My Masters dinner. Okay. So, Masters dinner. If we were able to win a green jacket, what is your appetizer? Oh, I'm going to have to go with. This is going to sound really. I'm going to have to go with, like, I love pub food. So it's going to be, like, deep-fried pickle spears. Oh. Do you a good, a like, my second would be something, something other along the same lines. Like, maybe uh, maybe some mozzarella sticks. Okay. Or, like, some nachos. Something like, but could you, it sounds all right, just like, oh, yeah, deep-fried pickle spears. But, like, could you imagine the chefs at Augusta cooking up some deep-fried pickle spears? Yeah, like yeah, that would be amazing. So my yeah. two appetizers, because the reason why I chose two is because Scotty has two appetizers on his menu: mm-hmm. um, coconut shrimp with sweet Thai chili sauce, and then spin dip because I love me a good spin dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, so then so. your so then the next option is your starter. What are we for my for my starter? We're doing a good Caesar. A Caesar, Caesar salad. Okay. <laughs> this Caesar is salad. my my food has no like theme to it. I just picked what my favorite food would be from each category that I would pick. A good like a good Caesar salad. I, I pretty much starter. kind of did the same because my starter is the chicken and nookie soup, the one that, oh. like from Olive Garden. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's nice. The best soup. I like that. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. So then, your main. We're getting my mom in the kitchen when okay. it comes time to the main. My mom's hopping in uh, the kitchen at Augusta. She's making lasagna. Oh, I had lasagna like Monday night. It was yeah. banging. My mom's lasagna is. She's getting in there, and Fred Couples is. Just gonna devour the hell out of that thing. I know it. <laughs> uh, I I remember. <laughs> I remember in like Adam, Adam Major, 
we had like little player profiles on our website for our hockey team mm -hmm. and they asked our favorite food and mine was lasagna. So that, yeah. that was it. Um, but I didn't pick lasagna for my main. I went with a nice um, Wagyu steak with asparagus oh, yeah. and potatoes. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. That's a good choice. Yeah. So some grilled asparagus, some grilled potatoes. Maybe oh. throw some like onions oh, in there too. So mix it up. You know, mm. really good. Yum, yum. Obviously, I don't know what to pair. What wine I would pair with that? I would just have the Chateau Augusta. Just be like, give me the best wine for this. We're having Bud Lights and craft beers and whiskey and cokes. That's 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 what it's being paired with. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't have it any other way, would I? Yeah, no, there's no, you can't pick, I'm not, I don't drink wine, but you give me a nice crown and Coke or like a couple, couple, a good, a good craft beer. Some That's of that Kingsville that. brewery stuff. Some of that Kingsville brewery stuff, some of that local stuff, the Grove. Ooh, ow, I just kicked my table. Well, what are we doing for dessert? <laughs> I'm I'm going I'm going with Scotty. I, I gotta I know this is a, a not exciting pick because it's this year's dessert. I'm going with that cookie skillet, a nice warm chocolate chip cookie with a big old of ice vanilla ice cream in the middle with a caramel glaze. That's uh, it's what more could you ask for for a dessert? You got your sweet, you got your salty and the caramel, and then you got your savory and the cookie. It's everything. What so. more can you ask for? Augusta National is in Georgia, correct? Yep. Oh, I have a feeling I know where you're going with it. I'm All going right. with a peach cobbler. Oh, yeah. That's with exactly what I knew. French vanilla yeah. ice cream on top. Oh, yeah. Nice That's a good warm choice. peach cobbler, especially fresh peaches from Georgia. Fresh peaches from picked from the grounds of Augusta, because oh, I, I guarantee you they have a couple peach trees up there. They they have to. It's Georgia. Yeah, hundred percent. Man, those those are some two really good meals. Yeah. Now I need to win a green jacket just so I can yeah. make sure that Augusta serves me the best wagyu steak I could ever have in my life. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's got to happen. Yes, the rollback. RNA, a rollback. I'm gonna say right off the bat, I think it's dumb. I I think I think it's dumb too. Um, I I posted a video on my YouTube channel talking about it, and I kind of said the same things over and over again. Um, mm -hmm. This golf ball right here is mine with my own markings, and then I had another golf ball somewhere that had the tour markings on it from the tour truck. Uh, the, the exact same golf ball. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, like uh, JT said, I don't think anyone's going into the clubhouse after a round, being like, "Man, I hit the ball too far today." Yeah, no one's like, ever, no one's ever said that, like, legitimately ever. No, like, like that's never a bad thing to complain about hitting the ball too far. Yeah, I, I get we're losing the the workability and the art and the. Artistry of golf, but sports evolve to like if if people saw like in basketball, if you watch the old old footage of people playing basketball 
and they can barely make a layup, and they're shooting on with granny style, and they're it just looks awful. It looks so boring to watch. If people saw that sport start to evolve into what the, it's the exciting game that it is now, and said, "Hold on, well, this ball might be bouncing a bit too much. I think we should deflate it." And these rims are too low. We're gonna need to raise them so people can't dunk as much. Nobody would watch. It would be unbelievably boring. The viewers like you and I who adore the sport of golf, yes, watching someone work the ball is super cool. Hitting, watching people work shots and hit shots, which still does happen, just a little less, is super cool to watch. But the average Joe isn't tuning in to watch uh, some guy curve a ball around the corner. They're tuning in to watch Rory McIlroy bomb a 350-yard drive right down the center of the fairway because he can. And then they they can also go out and buy that exact same equipment that he just used and try and do it themselves. Yeah. So about the whole shot shaping thing it's the mentality around golf has changed about the shot shaping mm-hmm. like now you don't need to hit a draw you don't need to know how to hit a fade like tiger talks about his windows where he's got his like tic-tac-toe board hit a high draw hit a high fade hit a high straight one low 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 and then normal like you don't have to do that anymore they're like literally decade golf tells you to play for your dispersion pattern so, for example, my dispersion pattern off the tee is a block to the left, and it's about 35 yards, and then if I hit a draw or a straighter one, it doesn't come back across the target line. So my shot window is probably 35 yards wide on the left side of the target. So mm-hmm. when I'm aiming at a pin, or if I'm aiming off the tee, I'm going to move more to the right because the left side of my target is where I'm hitting the ball. It's the same thing as like DJ saying, I'm taking, I take the whole, DJ is a fader, so he, he'll fade the ball to the right. He takes left out of play. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that shot shaping is, the mentality has changed from being able to, you need to be able to hit both shots to be really good at hitting one. Yes. So it has that has nothing to do with them hitting the ball further. It has everything to do with the mentality of the game evolving, which is the same thing with, hey, I'm going to take driver here, pummel it as far as I can, so now I just have a wedge in my hand instead of, hey, I'm going to lay up with a three-wood and put it in the middle of the fairway. It's just yeah. the game is evolving, so the distance, yes, distance is increasing. Not to mention, they said they want to test it, test the balls at... Um, 127 uh, miles an hour club head speed. Mm-hmm. The PGA Tour average is at like 14. 114. Yeah. So you, yeah. it's just going to keep Rory, Rory still going to hit the ball the 320 max. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got your shorter guys who are going to be hitting it 260, 250 off the tee. That's yeah. who's going to hinder is the shorter guys off the tee. Yeah, the people who who need the length off the tee is the only people it's going to affect. Yeah, and just imagine losing twenty <clears throat> yards on every one of your clubs. It's that's insane. To uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me to change the sport that drastically because a couple old guys want some courses back in the in the rotation that aren't in the rotation anymore. And it's not 
necessarily the courses. Like, you can go to some of the old courses and have them shorter. You just roll the greens more, have them rolling faster, thicken the rough. Like, um, where the memorial is held back in, like, the COVID-19, where they played them, like, back-to-back, week one, the scoring average was a lot lower than week two because week two they let the rough grow they didn't cut the rough and it was faster so Mm -hmm. it you have the ability to make the golf courses harder but they don't do it because they want scoring but they don't want them to hit the ball as far yeah it's a it's a whole yeah it's very annoying it's it's not going to be good for growing the game no it'll be good for the people that are already involved in the game as viewers as in like it'll be cool to watch them have to hit those shots again or have to play the courses a bit differently like there'll be a little bit more strategy involved but it's not gonna help like someone who's looking to get into golf seeing these professional players only bombing it 250 down the middle when the balls that they use they can hit it 250 down the middle. Yeah. So, like, why not? It's just going to be a very, a very confusing for a new uh, a new player. Especially when it comes down to the fact of what is considered elite. Because it's yeah. for elite competition. So, like, does that mean your club championship would be an elite tournament? Or would it be, like, or is it the Canadian Am or so like the Ontario Am isn't but Canadian Am isn't is like that's where it comes into a factor where it's like well if it's the USGA and RNA obviously the US Am would be would push it and then would the Michigan Am push it Mm -hmm. Michigan Am is under Michigan Golf Association it's not under like it's under USGA but they Michigan michigan golf association runs it so does that mean they're going to have different things and it's so confusing with how they want to do it i don't like the idea i think um maybe if they wanted to do something maybe it turns out that they end up doing like i said make the courses harder Mm -hmm. maybe find some land in some places to build specific course venues for it or just have weeks where they play on some older venues that are a lot shorter and just have them go out and dominate the course because that would be yeah, have them shoot low it'd be fun to watch some guy shoot like 25 under on the weekend yeah because it i never turned on the tv and was like i want to watch tiger woods <laughs> shoot five over par yeah i've never been like oh he's so low under par why am i even watching this yeah and i've never said that ever it just doesn't make any sense like if me and Rom would play a match together, he would at least give me be giving me twelve strokes. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. he should be know. like twelve under par. Like the courses they play are not comparable to the courses we play. So no, like the fact that they can do what they're doing with the balls that they have now, you're just gonna turn them into more like us. Yeah, I and mean, that's not what they're. They worked hard. To, it's just it's it's. I think yeah. it's stupid. I also think it's stupid. Okay. Are, Are you ready, ready for your master trivia? <laughs> I'm going to pick a... I've been reading a couple as we've been going. A couple of them are pretty uh, pretty hard, so I'm going to pick some, some of the easier ones 
on the throw you a softball right off the bat. Who's the youngest Masters champion? Tiger. Is it right? A? Okay, yeah. I was gonna say A. Jordan Spieth, B. Seve Ballesteros, or C. Tiger Woods. Oh, they're Tiger all day. Choice? Yeah, they if you they're multiple choice if you don't have immediate answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, only player to complete. That can't be right. Only player to complete the career Grand Slam of the modern majors. Like, so I'm is is are we talking like Tiger again? So you got Tiger Woods, Gene Sarazen, or Gary Player. So the modern majors are the like PGA Championship, the Open, the Masters, and the U.S. Open. So that Tiger's mm-hmm. won all of those. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if Gary Player has won all of those, but I know Tigers have won all those for sure. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, who was the last wire to wire Masters champion? Wire to wire. Yeah, so he, he was he's led the entire time. From like end of round one, he just dominated the whole whole Masters. Are, are we talking Tiger again? No, he's not in this list. Who? who what's the? the so we have Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth, or Bubba Watson. I know Bubba. His one year was a comeback because he had that amazing shot out of the thing, out of the trees. I don't want it to be mm-hmm. Reed because Reed just sucks. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Spieth. Spieth is the right answer. Sweet. Um, who was the only player to lose in a playoff twice? So we have Greg Norman, Chris DeMarco, or Ben Hogan. Greg Norman has not won a Masters. No. So I'm going to go with Greg Norman. Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan? The only person to... Hey, he lost in two playoffs. This is my okay. first shot. And I'm going fin- to finish you off with the fifth question. Who has won the Masters the most times? Okay, Tiger has what... Was it 97, 99, 01, then like 13 and 19? So he's got five. Mm-hmm. And then Nicholas, I believe, has three. I'm not going to give anything out. So, Tiger? Mm-mm. So Nicholas, Nicholas has, has six. Six. Okay. I know Nicholas had three for sure because... I was watching the yeah. video and there was he was talking about his th- his three wins, but then he didn't talk about his other three wins. So I'm, I'm gonna look up, see if I can find. I can't find any. Uh, oh, whatever. I was gonna find more more stats on Jack Nicklaus and the Masters, but yeah, those are the five five trivia questions I've got going for you. I had some more, but they're like most runner up finishes without winning. Greg Norman, Ken Venturi, Tom Weisskopf. Um, it's, it's a hard one. Norman? Tom. Oh. A lot, a lot of the ones with the, the a lot of the ones I found, they didn't have like very well-known players. Yeah. So I use the ones with the most well-known players. Well, is that it? 
Uh, Is that all we got for this week? So thank you guys for listening. Um, Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow us on any podcast platforms. Um, As of right now, while we're recording this, I don't know what ones they're going to be on because it may take a while to get them all all over the place. But we'll slowly get there. Um, This is probably going to go out Thursday of the Masters because I'm just going to stay up late tonight and go through it because it shouldn't take too too long um and then we're probably going to go for another thursday slash wednesday release date so see you next week see you next week all right there we go we're done that's pretty good it's pretty it's it's a lot of content there um that was a lot of content there yeah so gonna cut it down um and then go from there whether or not what's going to go to a tiktok or an instagram post whatnot and go from there um you got the um sheet that has all the like account details right yeah yeah okay so you have you logged in on them and stuff no i haven't yet i've been uh been meaning to but i've been pretty busy Okay, so then you can end up logging into...